different kind of superhero story. You know I'm right. Why do I still feel guilty? Your work is not yet finished. Welcome to episode three of Shut Your Pie Hole, an entertainment podcast about movies, TV shows and video games with some swearing and a lot of spoilers. My special guest today, which took him loads of money to get here. He's not getting paid. It's not good. It's okay. He's not getting paid. What? You're not getting paid. Okay. Uh, we have Donald Hanks. Here Hello, everybody. This week. You might know him from We've Got No Fans. You might know me from that. Might. It's very possible. The crossover of fans from my football podcast to mm-hmm. this podcast. Well, you know, you like TV shows, movies, and well. The I'm, games bit. The games I giggled bit. to myself yeah. in the intro when you said video games because yeah. I thought... Unless we're talking about Chucky Egg, we're not going to be talking about video games that much. <laughs> That's very true. Like, I mean, we've had three episodes and there's been a little bit of video games, but who cares? <laughs> it's going to so. be, uh, well, unless I'm going to be surprised, there probably won't be very much video games. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just get you in one week and just talk, talk about video games. It'll be me talking to myself, <laughs> really. So, uh, so our topic today is the Oscars. Um, it was probably the highlight of... I suppose this weekend, last week, Leonardo DiCaprio got his Oscar. But we want to talk. I want to talk about the kind of controversy of the Oscars that there's not enough variety. Um, Donald's not in his head; nobody can see it. Yeah. Um, some people is. boycotted the Oscars. Not many. You kind of said that it's just based on people who are they, did are they, did they boycott or were they just not invited? Well, I That's think kind of the Chris Rock joke mm-hmm. to about Jada Pinkett. Yeah. That she wasn't going to be invited and she's boycotting something she wasn't going to be invited to um, <laughs> was kind of true. I mean, you'd imagine Will Smith would have gone because Will Smith's gone to almost every single mm-hmm. Oscars yeah. regardless of whether he's been nominated or not. Well, maybe not every single one of them. But His, his wife went, didn't she? Yeah, she'd go with him then. Okay. You know, so she'd be at the thing. But it, it just seemed like there, there is a, definitely a problem. A problem. Yeah. But, um, and Chris Rock did point out a lot of Mm-hmm. what the problem is yeah. um, and but I don't think Jada Pinkett Smith not going to the Oscars or Spike Lee not going to yeah. the Oscars is yeah. going to make any difference to yeah. anybody like I mean in order I think in order for that I think like, people who are nominated would boycott it I think that would start but I don't I, and say, I don't think it was intentional either because if you try and think of many like good films that were out last year I suppose the only one or the only two would be Maybe you can think of a few, a few more as well. It would be Concussion and um, Straight Outta Compton would be the ones. And you Creed. Would, and Creed. You would think that might get, but at the same time, the performances in them weren't exactly, you know, spectacular. I think part that. of the problem comes from the fact that Idris Elba had won various awards for Beasts of No Nation and then didn't get nominated. Yeah. Because like Will Smith wasn't really that much in the running to be nominated. He kind of... In every film he's in, he kind of just plays Will Smith, doesn't he? Yeah, he's. Yeah. I I don't like Will Smith yeah. very much, but um, Idris Elba had won the Screen Actors Guild mm-hmm. for supporting actor for Beasts of No Nation, and then didn't get nominated. Not that yeah. didn't win an Oscar, yeah. didn't get nominated, which yeah. just seems like not that you see. You, you just don't want to think that it's a race issue because you'd imagine that at this day and age we're past yeah. that idea. But um, but I'm nearly sure that past Oscars people. Like black people have gotten nominated. Oh, like so they have won before. So why is it an issue now? You know, kind of way. It, I think it's the climate yeah. of uh, the con- of their country at the minute that um, they have 
as you have a massive race issue and it, mm-hmm. like people would like to think that it's gone away but it's been coming back like stronger and stronger and stronger yeah. in the last couple of years I think it's just the fact that like only is it only one film was nominated who had black actors in it I think that was probably yeah well, on the Daily Show they did a thing about how they had the, they kind of highlighted the films that hadn't been nominated yeah and they did say like oh yeah but Straight Outta Compton got nominated for screenplay but mm-hmm. it was two white people that wrote the screenplay for it <laughs> So, like, uh, that was, um, even when they tried to nominate the uh, the movie yeah. to, like, appease everybody, it's the two old white people. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Are, I suppose, when you think of it that way, as opposed to, like, if an actor in the film got nominated, where it's actually the screenplay who were, yeah, I can understand. Um, do you think, do you think they have, like, do you think they're in the in the right? I Well, I think it's, like, one of the things that annoyed me, and something that came up, in the aftermath of the Oscars was that um, Chris Rock was talking about black actors mm-hmm. and there is definitely a problem with black actors but it's not just black actors there's yeah. like uh, uh, Asian actors and yeah. um, Hispanic actors but mm-hmm. there was a thing that I, uh, a TV show on Netflix Master of None I don't know if you've watched it or not I know what it is that, though yeah. uh, Aziz Ansari made it and he had it a little bit about being being Indian or perceived mm-hmm. as Indian in the movies yeah. and it, they are treated incredibly badly and they're all yeah. made to do like the, the Apu mm. accent instead yeah. of just being American that yeah. they just happen to look like they look yeah I know what you mean yeah. and it just seems like there's there's a much there's loads of problems with the academy and with film making and film funding and everything in America but there was a few other aspects I thought maybe they might have highlighted mm-hmm but yeah. it didn't. Yeah. Um, so we're going to move on to our main topic and that's the, the winners effectively. I have a list because I'm really bad with names. Donald, is, Donald has a list. I've got a list in my brain that's but I also have a backup list on my phone. Just in case. Yeah. Just in case. So there's a lot there's a lot of nominees. We're going to try and get through them as quick as possible um, and try and get our points across but the first one was the big one. It was the best picture. Um. I suppose, yeah, big two, I suppose. The best picture, so um, The Revenant won best picture. No, it didn't. Did it not? Spotlight won best picture. Spotlight won. See, this is why I have a list. <laughs> this is exactly why I have and a list. And a backup list. <laughs> so Spotlight won. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have. Um, it's quite good. Yes. It's a lot like um, the film that remind me of was All the President's Men because it's a, uh, journalists that are trying to work out we're trying to get to the bottom of a story mm-hmm. and seeing all the barriers that are put in front of them. Um, yeah. I don't think it's incredibly... I mean, I had this conversation w- with someone when I think I'd I'd seen Spotlight a couple of days before I'd seen The Revenant. And I came out of The Revenant thinking, there's no way to compare those two films. Yeah. That it's, yeah, yeah. it's just a totally different medium, yeah. which makes this whole Oscar business just insanity. That you're trying to compare two films that are ridiculously yeah. different. Like, I mean, Mad Max Fury Road is also in that. I mean, that's just a completely different thing as well. Yeah, I think the two movies, like, say, because the way I look at it is once the films have been nominated, there's no point in thinking this should have got nominated, that mm-hmm. should have got nominated because these are the films that they've picked. Yeah. So then to work with the eight that they picked, I watched The Revenant and after 10 minutes, I thought this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And after Mad, like about, say, half an hour of Mad Max, I think I'd said, oh, I have no idea how they did that about 10 times. Yeah. And... I watch Spotlight and think, okay, I know how they did that. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I, I I know what you mean. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's just it's storytelling. Yeah. It's different types of storytelling. I think it's the fact that it's kind of it's it's kind of like a historical sort of film. Yeah, but it's just you're limited to what you can actually. Yeah, do. there's no explosions and yeah. there's no uh, there's no space for like crazy camera trickery and mm. all this kind of stuff. It's just a story, a piece of storytelling. Yeah. yeah, and which I loved, like I really liked it. But I, in saying that, something that I would have compared it to, or I would have thought before I saw it, was The Big Short. Mm-hmm. Because the big short is the same, same kind of idea that there's just they have a story to tell and it's yeah. not going to be flashy and it's not going to have action sequences and mm-hmm. everything in it. Yeah. But they did it in a way that after about the same way watching The Revenant and watching Mad Max after about ten minutes. Yeah. Of uh, the big short, I thought, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna really like this. Yeah. This is gonna be really good because yeah. they do clever things in how they made it. Mm-hmm. So do you think that's like me personally, I don't like I haven't seen it, but do you think it actually deserves it? No, I I would have out of those, I probably would have given it to the Big Short because mm-hmm. that's the one I think I enjoyed the most. Yeah, um, I didn't have much time for Bridge of Spies or yeah, Brooklyn. it wasn't it wasn't the Martian. I thought was great. Yeah, but it, we won't. I I mentioned it last week. We won't mention about the Martian about the book, but it's fine. We'll we'll you know it's fine. But um, you would give it to that instead. Yeah, that's what I would have picked. Okay, so actor in a leading role. Who won this one? <laughs> so DiCaprio finally, um, he finally got his Oscar. It was the most tweeted subject yeah. in Oscar history. The one minute that he had won, they got more tweets about Oscars than at any other stage. It's the amount of films he's done, but it's also the amount of variety that he's done as well. That people thought he was going to get last year. Um, he didn't. Um, but it's just, I think it was, it was definitely well deserved. I think I'm... I, I am really on my own in this, aren't I? Well, you don't really give it... No, I don't care know. that he won. No? Like, there's other people that if, you know, maybe not anybody that was actually nominated this year, but there's plenty of other people that I'd be like, oh, cool, he won an Oscar. Him, I I don't care. <laughs> um, but I suppose he did go through a lot with Revenant. He did, he, did work, he did work incredibly hard. He did. Like, I mean, not even like the type of film it is, you, you would need to, like, it was going to be a challenge for anybody, really. But also the fact that the conditions were real, the the bison was real yeah. that he ate as well. The bear wasn't real, just in case people are wondering about that. Bear wasn't real. Have you seen the footage of the the? They're trying to keep it because the um the director said he doesn't want people to know how they did it because he doesn't want like people I've, to I spoil the magic on it. It was just a dude in a green suit. Yeah, yeah there was. A, I think there was three guys. One of them was pulling pulling Leo around. One yeah. of them was standing on him and one of them was like using a bare head or something like that so yeah. it was a, as a team effort but I suppose like it's not like I suppose it's an interesting way to do it but I suppose you could, eventually you would figure it out wouldn't you you know kind of it's kind of oh like, yeah yeah it's not new in the sense that they're using three guys like it's not actually using a real fucking bear yeah <laughs> you know but I think with The Revenant I mean it was probably the most uncomfortable 10 minutes of my life watching a film because of the fact that it didn't cut away yeah it was probably and like that the actual like when he got when he got ripped up as well, I mean, it just, it was there in front of you and it was just, I, I, I like, there was a woman in front of me who was just like, <gasps> I should put a hand over her mouth. Like, I mean, it was just, it was, it just, because like, when, when things like, if that happened in another film and a cut, it wouldn't have the same effect on you mm. because you're, it's cut away from it. But they just kept going and it was fantastic. I think it was. that was the thing that, uh, when he gets attacked the first time mm-hmm. and it was over, I thought, oh, that wasn't so bad. And then I think, wait, why is why is the bear still there? Why is yeah. he still? What's happening now? And then yeah. it come the second time, and you think, oh God, that was that was horrific. I it hope was he doesn't just, come back and try to attack him again. Oh, it was. 
it was just yeah it was just really like it was brilliant it was like obviously it was a bad kind of uncomfortable but at the same time it was it was brilliant the way it was done like you yeah know? um so actress in a leading role um who won this one this is brie larson for room um okay. she's very very good in it mm-hmm. every year there seems to be uh I mean, Jennifer Lawrence, I think, is probably guaranteed an Oscar nomination every year for the rest of her life if she makes a film. Yeah. Uh, Kim Blatchett seems to always be nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. The One of the things around the um, Oscar so white um, controversy was some people saying, like, well, try being an actress. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Like, I, I, obviously, it's uh, a different issue, but, like, um, they've had their pay issues and mm-hmm. everything else, yeah. but there's... Just not so many gen- rules. Women, women in general, though. Yeah, there's not yeah. so many rules for um, for actresses. Um, but yeah, Brie Larson's very good in Room. Mm. Um, the problem with well, it'll be supporting actor, but um, her co-star in it, Jacob Tremblay, mm-hmm. is outstandingly good, and he makes the film good. Yeah, and Brie Larson's the one that wins the Oscar, and he didn't get nominated. Well, I've seen I've seen Joy. Have you seen Joy? Yeah, I thought it was quite good. Yeah, it's um, good. I mean, it's it's not it's not like crazy outstanding like it's, one, it's one of those films that I wouldn't I wouldn't pick to go see but I went with someone else who wanted to go see it so I was like that's fine the same with like um, Dread Out of Compton it was another one was like oh okay we'll just go see it but pleasantly surprised about yeah, it yeah it was great um, Brooklyn but, would be the same I had, yeah. I watched Brooklyn because it was the 8th of the films that, and I hadn't seen it yeah. and I watched it the other night and that's two hours I'm not getting back <laughs> was it bad? it wasn't bad I mean it's well made and acted and everything but by Jesus but I, I just didn't care a lot of these are based on history aren't they well the Joy, Joy in Brooklyn is yeah and then um, what about Carol that's like a uh, it's not historically it's set in the 50s mm-hmm. so it's a little bit of like okay. this is what it was like to be gay in the 50s yeah I think it's the 50s maybe it's earlier than that but um, so there's a little bit of a uh, little bit of time travel <laughs> in them um, which is the kind of movies that Oscars like. Yeah. They don't uh, like yeah, contemporary no, yeah. movies. I, I noticed that. Like, you'll never see a superhero film win. No, but there's there's a lot of reasons for yeah. that, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, you never see Avengers win. It's just, no. It's just the way. But it's never going to be good enough to win. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, we've got actor in a supporting role. Yeah, this is the one that annoyed me more than anything else. Mm. Because, for a start, Idris Elba wasn't nominated. Yeah. And, uh like, I mean, Sylvester Stallone, really? Yeah, but he's... Like, put Idris Elba in there instead. Yeah, that was that's the thing. I'm like, I don't understand. That's, that's I can't see this list and that's see... A, that's that's like, a bit of an odd one now. This is where like, the problem happens, is that, well, hang on, you know, Idris Elba. I mean, come on. Yeah. Really? But Sylvester Stallone, like, he's never really done an amazing film. Now, I haven't seen Creed, but I imagine that it's probably the same thing. No, he's he's okay. I mean, the, I, I wasn't blown away by the film but I think I can understand how he's nominated I mean I don't understand how I mean I like Mark Rylance is okay yeah. and is I've been told to go and watch it again because yeah. apparently he's, he's better than okay in it but I watched it and thought no now, now correct me if I'm wrong this is the guy who gets arrested yeah 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 so yeah like I mean he, he's in, he is a, it's a supporting actor also he's only yeah. really meant to be in it as in his support oh, role, yeah, but he's course. only in it for about half an hour. But, like, I mean, he's very neutral in it, though. Yeah, like, I've seen it. I've seen it a few weeks ago. It's, he's very neutral. Mm. You know what I mean? He's just like, 
Like you should. Uh, why aren't you worried? Like this this whole thing. Why aren't you worried? Would it help if I was? But he just he just calmed the whole way through. How is that? I don't understand that. You know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I. It seems a little bit like they just didn't know who to give it. Yeah, to. that's very true. Um, because Christian Bale is good. Yeah. And Tom Hardy's quite good. Big Short. Well. Tom Hardy's good. Mark Ruffalo's good. Yeah. But nobody really. There's no standout one in that. Yeah. In Edward was five. Oh, if Idris Elba was in it, do you think he would have got it? Well, just that I don't understand how he didn't get nominated yeah. when he won for the Screen Actors Guild, mm-hmm. which is mostly the same people that vote. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether it's a Netflix thing, that since okay. it's a Netflix movie, yeah. maybe some studios didn't push it. Yeah. Um, but that might just be a cop-out kind of thing. It could be, yeah. Just yeah. Like it's their excuse to not... They but just, I mean, yeah, we're not yeah. going to take this seriously because he's not. Yeah, it's an uh, yeah. a studio movie. Uh, actress in a uh, they do act, you know, actress in a supporting role. Yeah, so um, that was Alicia Vikander, and she's in the film more than Eddie Redmayne's in the film, <laughs> and he's been nominated for lead actor. So, I swear, if he had a one again, he won last year, didn't he? Yeah, if he had a one again, I would have been gutted. Yeah, like, like last year, like the Stephen Hawking one was quite a good film, and then he does. He just kind of it keeps going, like he just keeps touching on those. Kind I of think things. what needs to be pointed out is you know this, there's a thing of, um, and it'll be interesting to see what DiCaprio does. Mm-hmm. Um, no, after he won. yeah, but there's a, the thing of like the the first movie that comes out after an Oscar winner has won their Oscar tends to be absolute shit, <laughs> and after Eddie Redmayne won his Oscar, Jupiter Ascending came out, yeah. and it's one of the worst pieces of shit I've yeah, ever I, seen, I, and I, he I is he dreadful in, in it. Yeah, he is terrible in that. Yeah, but you could always make the excuse that. An actor is only as good as the writing. Yeah, and he was directed a certain way, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But the film itself it's, is a it's, mess. It's awful. Yeah, and it's uh, I think the, one of the best ones ever is the Halle Berry one, Best Actress, and then Catwoman was her next next oh, film. Yeah. Did so she, did she, she had get a, one for... Who was it that got one for Worst Actress? There's a, there's a, some sort oh, of... Oh, she, yeah, she probably won a Razzie or something then yeah, for something Catwoman, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was quite... Yes, because like, it's this kind of whole thing. Like I think we were studying in college with with Richie about like if you reward someone they do a worse job yeah. kind of thing so well, it's, it's probably weird. something like that where if you don't reward they do, they do much better than if you were to you know reward them with you know higher pay or whatever like in this case a golden globe <laughs> that all of a sudden their next job is fucking terrible so it's very possible that he just might crash and burn yeah you know what I mean? but so I'd like, love to see whether he like will he be willing to climb into a dead horse for his next film even though he's already won an Oscar like is that is that <laughs> Uh, will he have the ambition? Yeah, I'm not even sure if he can top if he can top the revenue. Yeah, though. I guess I that's guess the that's thing. true. That's that's the, I mean, just like the revenue itself, like just with Birdman as well. It's just like I don't know if he can actually top that type of film, just the way it's shot and everything. Okay, so animated feature film. I don't really watch animated films <laughs> unless you know, unless um, I am extremely stuck to watch a film, or if it's a DC film, you know, a DC animated movie. Which you'll never see uh, nominated here either. But no, because most of them are terrible. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, you look at the, like, Inside Out could have won Best Picture, in my eyes. Yeah, but I mean, like, out of all of them, the only one that stands out, I suppose, is Inside Out. It's the only one that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Sean the Sheep movie. I Anomalisa mean, is supposed to be, I haven't seen it, but it's supposed to be very, very, very good. Mm. Um, they usually are all supposed to be very good. Yeah. Uh, even oh, yeah, anime films seem to be quite quite good. Yeah, even when it is Sean the Sheep, mm-hmm. like, it must be actually pretty yeah, good. Because I've never actually seen, like, like, like watch, like, when I have watched anime, I've never been, like, that was an awful movie. As it, Like, if I was to say, like, I was to watch Bridge of Spies, I'm like, oh, it was okay. The anime movies seem to be, it just seem to have that consistency that are mm-hmm. always kind of fun or whatever, you know, that kind of way. It never really, like, you never really get a, 
I think it's the fact that it's an animated movie that it's not that. Well, it's a different, um, and I, we've done this in college and stuff. It's a different type of filmmaking because yeah. you're you're focused on different things, yeah. and you're um, you're not taken out of it by a bad performance. Yeah, or or CGI. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. It's, it's it's more pure that it's like exactly what yeah. somebody wants to put on the screen. Yeah, yeah. You've got a much more control over what you want people to see. Yeah. So have you seen Inside Out? Yeah. That would have been like the best, almost the best film I've seen all year. Like it was uh, incredible. I bawled like a baby for about five minutes towards the end of it. I just, I couldn't stop. <laughs> so uh, cinematography, that was The Revenant. Yes, yeah, am I right? That's, yes. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of them that as you go down the list that, um, I was the Mad Max one. Like if The Revenant wasn't there, Mad Max would have got it. Yeah. Definitely. This is one of the ones that I thought Mad Max should have won. Yeah. But obviously the cinematography in Revenant is amazing. But mm. yeah, but it, um, just to, to mention that Sicario was nominated for cinematography and if anybody is listening that hasn't seen Sicario, immediately go and watch it because it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good film. And, um, good. And it only but in terms nominated. of cinematography though, huh? it's in terms of cinematography. Oh, but it still looks great. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, but it's... But the standout ones would be Mad Max and... And Revenant, Revenant yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you mean. Like Mad Max was just like... When you see the pictures of before and after, it's it's incredible what they actually did. Mm. You know, the fact that it was actually shot in sequence as well was was quite good as well. Which which might have like, I suppose that's that's an achievement in itself to actually do that in order. Yeah, to actually sh- shoot it in order. As yeah. opposed, you know, like the revenue. I think the revenue got it because of the fact that a lot of the sequences were long sequences. They were you know ten to fifteen minutes long. They weren't as elegantly edited as well. They couldn't really as Birdman. Like Birdman yeah. used shadows to kind of transition in between scenes. You couldn't really do that with the Revenant, so it's just kind of normal cuts. But yeah, like I, when I saw it, it was just I, that's why I went to see it because I was looking forward to that kind of moment of just long, long sequence because it's it's serious. Like I mean, you need to be very, very disciplined to actually do that. Um, but yeah, like I, I get what you're saying. Like Mad Max, if if the Revenant wasn't there, Mad Max definitely would have. Yeah, definitely would have got it. They, they, they're like I said at the beginning, they were both the standout ones that I watched them and thought, I have no idea how they've done this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so costume design. Uh, Mad Max, wasn't it? Yeah. I suppose if it didn't get cinematography, it would have to have gotten. You know, yeah, I still wouldn't have been that bothered if I hadn't won that one. That's like that's <laughs> yeah. that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're just gonna skip over that because this is just costume design, you know. So yeah, uh, just costume yeah. design. <laughs> you know, uh, directing, directing. Which one won that one? That was The Revenant. That was okay. uh, Alejandro. Two okay. years in a row. Yeah. Which um, is pretty good. It was incredible. It's not. Uh, doesn't happen all that often. Yeah. Um, and he like again absolutely deserved it because the amount of times in that film that you I found myself going I just oh, I don't yeah. know how he's done that yeah it was like I mean I think it was the, t- the two the two sequences like would be the bear and then the um, the horse as well yeah like the fact that like it was like I just it was the fact that like he was running when, with the horse but he was running and then I think he hopped on the horse and the camera just kept following him the yeah, whole way. And then, and then straight off. Straight off the cliff. It's just like, I'm not even going to attempt to try and figure that out because it's just, you know, it's really, really, it's really, really nice to see that kind of continuity as well to kind of not notice how he does it because it just adds to the whole experience. Yeah, and it, even the first 10 minutes that there's like a one tracking shot through like the, the, camp. Or like the beach, yeah. I don't know if it's a beach, and I know, it's into it's the like water. A, it's like a river, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And river. it, uh, it's just, it's incredible. It's yeah. absolutely incredible yeah. looking at it. It's really, really good. Um, so, documentary feature. I've seen none of these. Well, 
I did uh, an essay on the winner. Oh, okay. So I was a little bit familiar with Amy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was... Amy won it, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. I say well, she, she was, didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. She didn't, didn't uh, collect her Oscar. No, yeah, but I can understand why at the same time. Again, it's kind of this... Are they all based in history, no? Uh, or should I say, are they all based... Obviously, they're documentaries, so they're all based on some sort of reality. Yeah. Um, but I can understand why... Amy would have won it. Like it's a bit like almost like the the Heat Ledger Oscar, the fact that he he died at the same time, like yeah, around the same time. Like, um, I also bawled like a baby he, during this one too. He we never know if he actually would have won it if he stayed alive. Yeah, you know what I mean. But um, was it good? Yeah, it's it's really great, and it it's it's done in a uh, an original way that mm-hmm. they don't have none of the people that he's interviewed are on camera. All the okay. people that he's interviewed are, it's just audio okay. and it's set to footage yeah, yeah, of, of her. yeah, because there was so much footage of her because everything in her music career happened in front of a camera mm-hmm. that he could do a two hour film. I like documentary like that. And tell the entire yeah. story with real existing footage. Yeah. Um, not have to shoot anything himself. Yeah. It's just an editing job then. Yeah. And he said the way he got people to talk to him was because a lot of, because it's so recent. Yeah. And because... Um, she had uh, a troubled relationship with the media and yeah. uh, the things like that that a lot of her friends were really hesitant to take part in it so when he was approaching them first he said look we'll just sit down and we'll just talk about it just the proper conversations yeah right? and then they'd have a conversation they'd be like yeah look like if you want to start recording this it's grand yeah. and they'd end up just sitting in a room like we are mm-hmm. and that's how he made the documentary I think that's probably the best way to make a documentary because then you're it's not like a page questions, you know, and just you know, whereas it's more of a kind of like, almost like a, a f- kind of a, a standard conversation where you just tell me, you know, what do you do or whatever, like, and you know, you know, oh, you know this person, you know, what is she like, you know, this kind of stuff. It's much more natural as well, um, but you, you don't, not necessarily you don't you don't actually have with normal documentaries or with normal interviews, you don't exactly have the time to do something like that. But if it's a if it's something done over months, um, yeah. So that's the first page. <laughs> that's the first page that so we've two. But pages. there's an awful lot of stuff that is like. Oh no, it's not the first page. We got one more. Whatever. Yeah. So, um, doc, another documentary one, but it's a short subject. <laughs> um, I'm not entirely sure how short, but which one won this one? That was the uh, girl in the river. Okay. Price of forgiveness. I haven't seen that because no. it's a short documentary. Um, like how short are short documentaries? Same assuming the same as a short movie. That it could be about fifteen minutes. They okay. actually. The um, the documentary short subject the uh, presenting of the Oscar was the best bit of the whole show mm-hmm. because Louis C.K. presented this one <laughs> and he he got out on stage and he said look so obviously talking to all the the rich and famous people in the first like ten fifteen yeah. rows yeah. he said that the person that's going to win this Oscar this is going to be the best moment of their entire life that. And let's just remember that this is a documentary short subject. So whoever wins this, they don't have any money. <laughs> like they did this just because they had to tell a story. Yeah. And you all get to go home, winners or losers. You're all rich. <laughs> this guy, whoever wins this, is bringing uh, bringing their Oscar home in a Nissan or something like that. <laughs> and it was just, I it made me really, really want him to host next year because it was <laughs> really funny. Yeah, I mean, Chris Rock was a bit of a a weird choice, <clears throat> like. What was it? Who was it last year? It was... Uh, Ellen, wasn't it? 
No, almost two years ago. It was your man from... Um, oh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, Harris, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I just, like, it was weird when I saw, I saw Chris Rock. I was like, he's been, he's been kind of invisible for the last couple of years. Yeah, well, he did make him. He made a, a decent movie, but yeah, like I, if they're trying to get people to watch the thing, yeah, it didn't seem like it wasn't. The, exactly and the plus, they're like their their show was at an eight year low for yeah. ratings. Now it's still something like thirty four million people, which is more people that are going to listen to this. But um, <laughs> who <when> knows? <laughs> when uh, there's not that many, we've got no fans. Fans, yeah. by the way, you're not going to get that big of a bump. Um, but there is that many. Uh, it's a, if it's that they're dipping every single year mm. then ABC or the station that show it and they've asked if they can be part of the creative process yeah. for the next one to try and make it more yeah. interesting see maybe it's just me but the fact that he's black makes me think that they're trying to cover they're trying to like make the blow of yeah. variety but he's done it before though yeah so, so it wasn't like yeah. they they said, oh, we better cover it. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past them doing stuff yeah. like that because when you see how the show, especially last year's show, was put mm-hmm. together because yeah. Selma didn't get nominated for stuff last year. Yeah. And they spent the entire show cutting to show how many uh, black people were in the crowd. Yeah. Just constantly doing it. Yeah. It's like, just like, I get it. Like, you don't have to force this home. Yeah. Um. So, film editing. This was the one time... In Oscar history, and I've watched a lot of Oscars. This is the one time when I thought you were interested in this category. Yeah, I thought if Mad Max doesn't win this, mm-hmm. I am going home. I was at home anyway. I wasn't at the Oscars, but <laughs> I'm turning the TV off. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm just going to go to sleep. But this was this was the one time where I thought if if any film deserves to win yeah. editing, this yeah. is the one because of how incredibly complex the shoot was, mm-hmm. and like you said about shooting stuff and sequence and everything. Yeah. That there's so many things going on in the background yeah, that it, it really is, is impossible. Yeah. Well, it seemed impossible yeah. for it to work. I think they it probably work. did that. Like, I think they probably did that from themselves for the fact that like the majority of the film is on the road, so they don't actually put a sequence out of place, or they forget which one this is. And just in terms of like being able to put it together, it's probably going to be a lot faster, going to be much more efficient. And the fact that it's actually like on the move all the time. Imagine having to go back three miles. Mm to shoot this bit and remembering where you need to go. Yeah. It's well, just it's really You would have had to do different takes and stuff. So yeah. like all of the, if you try and put together a scene of two people sitting in a room, yeah. editing's going to be difficult enough anyway. But if you're putting all of this spectacle at the same yeah. time. Yeah. It's, um, it was like some people don't actually, some people don't like Mad Max at all. Some people hate Mad Max. Um, I think it's, like the Mel Gibson was one and two were good. After Tina Turner came in, it was just like, yeah, don't, don't you, Dare knock Tina Turner. <laughs> there was, there was I will walk out of this was studio. A, was a three or four with Mel Gibson? There was three. It was three. Uh, the two original ones. Yeah. And then uh, the Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> um, which oh. no one, I don't know, like, I'm pretty sure if I looked it up I'd be able to find out, but I don't know why Tina Turner's in that film. No, no, I can't remember. I actually don't even remember her being in it. She, I know she, she's obviously in it like if she's in the cover, but like I can't remember her part. I remember. And I've I, watched, I watched them like last year. Uh, a friend of mine, Jerry, who is, I don't know, I, I don't know if super nerd is the, the right term, mm-hmm. but he told me that the um, the story about the third one and about how they, they shot half of it and then I think George Miller didn't want to shoot the rest of it or something like mm. that. I can't really remember how it worked, but there was production problems. So like when you see it, it it's kind of like two different movies because okay. it was two different people made yeah. half and half of it. I think on IMDb, I don't think George Miller is in the director thing. It's someone else, isn't it? Yeah. 
So I suppose like who do you put in if there's two yeah. So um yeah, so Mad Max won that one. Rightly so. Uh foreign language film. I don't watch a lot of foreign language films in all fairness. I think we can just move along. Yeah. Uh, the, I can, Sorry, the, foreign language people. <laughs> the only one I remember I actually watched, which I accidentally because I didn't know it was a foreign language, was Troll Hunter. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. This'd be quite good. And it's like in German, I was like, oh no. I, 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 bought it, I, I still actually have it at home. I bought it in Blu-ray and I was like, I'll watch it. And I was like, oh, that's quite good. I don't think I'll watch it at all because it's just the fact that you have to read, which is stupid and immature, but you know. <laughs> um, so makeup and hairstyling. Um, Mad Max won this again, didn't it? Yeah, Mad Max won. Yeah, it won quite a few of makeup and kind of that kind of... All the um, extracurriculars. Yeah. All the ones that nobody really bothers that much about, but when they release it again, they'll be able to put winner of six Oscars or something on the cover. Yeah, that's very true. Um, so uh, music score, original... Original music score, which was The Hateful Eight. Yeah. Which was quite good. Which again, uh, was the only only one of those, the ones that are nominated, and actually the only film I could think for a long time, mm-hmm. where as soon as I walked out of the cinema, I put the soundtrack on, on Spotify yeah. and walked up the street listening yeah. to the music because like, I really enjoyed it. Out of all of them, like not many films have their own score. They just have like little sound points and that's really it. Like, like in, uh, Star Wars isn't exactly original. It takes a lot of you know, old kind of um, stuff from the uh, the previous ones. But like, you're, you're right. Like, I mean, Hateful Eight, when I heard it as well, that was the first, like the weirdness of it. Yeah. And there was there was a thing, I think it was the beginning of it, where it was just kind of this kind of really high pitch thing and all of a sudden just cut yeah. and stopped. And then your ears are just like, your ears noticed it more because it was just the sudden stop of it. And it was very, very strange. The film itself, the editing, like some, like halfway through, just he just started narrating. Was just but yeah, weird. that's the that was so odd. Just, but like, I mean, at this at this stage, you expect it from him. You expect like you expect like a cow to come across the screen yeah. or so. You know, whatever. Like you know, it's just it's. It, but it was really good. Like also the chapters. Was, I wasn't expecting chapters. Yeah, I was like boom, and then chapter I, two. I was like, whoa. Wait a you minute, see, he has done chapters before though in different mm. films, and he has done different parts of narration in different films. Yeah. Like, but it was that was one of the most. Bizarre thing. The fact that it was just like near the end of it. it yeah, really I, I, yeah. So far into the film, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, hang on, I need to just tell you this yeah. a little bit because I didn't even notice it was him until you told me." You know, I didn't realize it was him. But and like when he said, when he explains how he ended up doing it, mm-hmm. because he'd done the table reads uh, of the script. Yeah, and he was reading all the uh, the directions. Yeah, and he thought. <laughs> Oh, actually, this kind of works. If I just read this line now, <laughs> I won't have to shoot anything. It'll just be like, oh, look, this will explain it. And we'll move on. Um, so production design. Again, Mad Max, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I have to keep asking because I don't have them marked. <laughs> I had to reprint my list because I forgot it. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what to say about this. It's it's good. Like, I mean, in terms of the rest of them. It's between that and The Revenant. Like, yeah. Those are the ones. Um, like, The Revenant, a lot of it was very natural I suppose a lot of it was all there so in terms of production there was probably not a lot you know well yeah not as much as as uh, Mad Max making all these cars and making uh, making people look the way they looked and everything so yeah Um, so short film animated Uh, ironically Bear Story one which uh, is 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 just an animated version of Leo getting eaten by a bear is it really? No. Oh, okay. No, it's not. See, I, I, I haven't seen him, so... No, yeah. You, you could tell me that I, I would have know. assumed you would have thought I, that I was would, real. I wouldn't I wouldn't know the difference <laughs> if you actually had it said to me. Um, short film. Live action. An Irish winner! Which one? Stutterer. Oh, okay. Stutterer is an Irish short film is that good? is on the RTE iPlayer. Okay. So you can watch it Great. Uh, as soon as you finish listening to this podcast. 
Nice. Unless um, you're at work. Or, or and then just sneak sneak your earphones in. Which you already have your earphones in anyway, because you're listening to us. Get back to work. Second screen, just yeah. Get back to work. Just after this podcast. Uh, so sound editing, Mad Max, Mad Max again. again. Yeah. yeah. Be- just because it's It kind of won all the kind of I won't I don't want to say miscellaneous stuff, but it is kind of the secondary. The second like I mean, sound editing was quite good. Well they have like they have a whole separate Oscars the week before for the technical like the really technical awards and these are the ones that are kind of left over I noticed it's not it's not on the TV is it no no never show it they get um, they usually in uh, fantastic classic Oscar fashion used to get a really really attractive woman to host them because it was a bunch of nerds that were sitting in the crowd but um, they might have changed that in the last couple (laughs) of years I don't know but they um, the ones there's ones like sound editing and sound mixing which Mm. is the next one the Mad Max one as well that yeah you think I don't know why they're still on the show, mm. like when there is a technical awards. Yeah, the night before. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's it's almost like it's a bit of a filler sort of thing. Mm. And the show's um, too long as it is. Like they don't need that. Oh yeah, it's like what four hours, five hours. Yeah, four hours. I think. Depending and like on that's that's not it. That's like there's a pre-show. There's like an hour of a pre-show before that, isn't there? Yeah, with all the the red carpet stuff. But they like to do all the songs. Any song that's yeah. got nominated to do that, and they usually have a couple of musical numbers. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff like that. It takes forever. Um. Okay. So. Yeah, so sound mixing was Mad Max, but visual effects was this one ex machina. Yeah, this one seemed a bit strange. It did, but I was kind of thinking of it. I was like, I suppose you kind of like, like I know Mad Max is very heavy on the on on the special effects. Uh, Star Wars was also, but I know that I'm not. I like I'm picky that way that. I noticed some problems with mm-hmm. special effects. There was kind of some glows on people's faces, but there was also some backdrops that looked very um, odd. Niall Gallagher, ladies and gentlemen. Niall Gallagher. Cr- criticizing Star Wars. <laughs> I'm not a fanboy. <laughs> Fuck you all. Um, the Revenant. There wasn't any, was there? Well, well the, no, it depends on what way the you bear. look at it. Yeah. And then the they didn't actually edit that footage. Like the, mm. the visual effects are part of the editing as well. Yeah. To go from some shots to some shots mm-hmm. is all an effect. Um, um, but like, to me, I don't know how, I don't understand why Mad Max didn't win that one too. You might as well, I won't, won't arrest them. But it, they, they have like legitimate real effects. Like yeah. they have a dude swinging on a, on a pole, yeah. you know, shooting fire from a gun. Uh, <laughs> guitar. Yeah, yeah, they got a dude playing a guitar. Yeah. With, yeah. Let him win all the awards. Um, he should have won supporting actor. When I was thinking of it again, I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, why didn't Mad Max but then I was thinking uh, Ex Machina there's some spe- but there's some special effects but when you see them they're quite good yeah. you know what I mean like like the fact that she's you know a robot and that you see some of her innards inner and all you know yeah, which like is the, quite good the, um, the visual effects in that movie is a character mm-hmm. like that she is a visual effect yeah. the whole way through yeah. it and the fact like I mean it looks like I suppose it Depends on realism as well. Like, does it look quite good? You know, does it look? But yeah, I can understand after thinking. But you would, you would imagine if you have, you know, you'd imagine Mad Max to get the fact the amount of it and the fact how well it looked mm. the entire way through. Um, writing adapted screenplay. Yeah. Now, so big short one mm-hmm. adapted. Um, I'll tell you why the Martian didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the see previous podcast moment? <laughs> There's a flashback. <laughs> doodle doodle, just a flashback. Uh, um, yeah, it's a big short one, mm-hmm. and it was, it was good. It was well done. Um, the thing I said before, like I, I was expecting it to be a straightforward beginning to end yeah. story, and the, the, 
they change things up like they have people talking to the camera they mm -hmm. have different people coming in to tell you different things that yeah. don't belong in the film so it's like it's a bit of a creative way of doing it so yeah. I, that was it was okay with that one yeah <laughs> <laughs> and again I suppose adapted screenplay only works when you've like if it's coming from a book or something like that if you know? it's adapted from something that's previously yeah, been published or, yeah um, so yeah. it could be adapted from a short story mm. uh, but yeah. yeah like Big Short was a uh, a book Brooklyn's a book Carol's mm -hmm. a book Martin's a book Room's a book so yeah. um, the last one is original screenplay yeah this is a bit of a travesty mm. Spotlight script is good but Ex Machina is quite good Ex Machina and Inside Out are in this and when it says original screenplay yeah they're two of the most original stories and original yeah. ideas so who won this one? Spotlight Spotlight which, okay. is, which is fine yeah that's okay, that's okay. I kind of would have liked if Ex Machina won yeah I would like, have how do you judge originality though that's the thing yeah, like, I mean, and when they say uh, adapted screenplay or the other one, Spotlight is still based on true events. Mm -hmm. Not that they're basing it on a book, so it doesn't count yeah. as being adapted, but yeah. straight out of Compton's the same. It's based on... Yeah, so technically it's not really original? Yeah, well, know? it's original in the sense that it's not been written before and they're yeah. not taking yeah, a story yeah. Yeah. from somewhere else, but... So uh, which one would you have preferred to win? I Inside Out should have won. Okay. Because yeah. that's the most original yeah. idea of the five of them yeah bridges spies can fuck off <laughs> should have burned that bridge yeah should have burned it but that's based on the real events too I mean I yeah. I, I fucking hate the writing off the, oh, these always bug the bejesus out of me what the, the films that get nominated oh, okay. for a screenplay okay. I'll tell you the one that has will haunt me forever right mm -hmm. for adapted screenplay right so this adapted screenplay is taken uh, the source material that's yeah. already been published and then turn it into a film yeah. and that's your screenplay yeah. Kenneth Branagh was nominated for adapted screenplay for Hamlet really? He, he made like a f the full like four hour version of Hamlet and it, won it was nominated for adapted screenplay it was so the exact same it was every word is exactly the same but then it didn't win <laughs> so Shakespeare's not the greatest writer of all time <laughs> Because I think the Coen brothers won, who actually probably are better than Shakespeare, but still, <laughs> Fargo won ahead of Hamlet, which mm. just, like, why are we not studying Fargo in school, you know? <laughs> oh, that's quite funny, actually. Um, to end, do you want to tell us about your podcast? Oh, yeah, I've got a football podcast. So if you're interested in football, it's called We've Got No Fans, um, which is not true anymore. We now have fans. <laughs> yeah. We had no fans when we started. Yeah, it's contradictory. Um, we are... There'll be a link on Shut Your Pie Holes. There will now. <laughs> um, Shut Your Pie Holes page. Well, at least my name on it. And if you go through that, you can get to yeah. the uh, Facebook page. Um, do you, you don't have, like, when you air episodes, it's not really a set date, is it? Like, it's No, just, it's usually just one a week. Okay. Um, but it could be any day. It could be any day, but yeah. keep you on your toes. Because we're super busy. Yeah. Myself and Steve. Stephen O'Farrell is the other host. I should probably mention his name. I'm not doing this on my own. <laughs> Um, he two, is the host personalities. the host with the most <laughs> and he has the equipment I'm just a lackey that turns up and starts to speak like this one <laughs> this is my MO this is how I do yeah. things oh and you can go to we've got no fans .com. That's, yes. our, that's our website which is quite a nice website as well it's quite simple um, <laughs> thank you not, not in the sense not that kind of way I mean clean I should have said clean sleek, sleek. Um, so that's been episode three uh, thank you Donald you are welcome Thank you very much. I will come back. And um, thanks for listening.